Yo, yo, yo! Here we go again, two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented Cat, that's C-A-T, running up the score. Cat, kick this thing off. Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on space, sorry, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> we also can be found on Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. She can also be found making a drink. Yeah. All right, go. I do that well. Giving giving out a few shout outs today. One is Oyster Bay, Washington. Oyster <laughs> Bay is south of Puget Sound. I think you can find a good fishing there. Get some walleye or something. A lot of editing. <laughs> Let me just do my part and you can put yours in later. <laughs> Don't do this good to me. God. Okay. Yeah. And our other town is queen creek arizona near phoenix located in the foothills of the sand town mountains giving you all the big cheer all right alcohol is always on the back porch as is raleigh the super dog what's up big doggy all right alcohol probably the greatest invention man ever created right, today i'm enjoying my favorite amigo beer it's a modello with a lime, as always. Now, I did try Pacifico, Pacifico. the other day. And that's a double thumbs up. I kept double looking at up. it, and, and then I was like... Curiosity got give it Steve. Cat, what you got? I've got me a lovely Bramble. I'm trying the brand new uh, uh, Bramble mix from... What's that gin you like? Um, I like Bombay Bombay Sapphire. Bombay Sapphire has a new gin that's a Bramble gin. With your your blackberries and raspberries already in it. Wow. It's pretty different. Give it a try. All right. Today we're going to take a hockey stick and a baseball bat upside the head of the worst sports fans. Now, before we obviously go straight to Philadelphia and Boston and New York, we're going to go out west to L.A., Oh, that would be my choice. That's right. The worst coast, I mean the West Coast. And talk about the superficial, look at me, L.A. sports fan. Okay. Now, the only thing that doesn't suck out there is Jim Rome, by the way. And Jim, I'm sorry that I've stole a lot of your bit, but that's how much I like you. All right. First off, L.A. fan, they show their loyalty by showing up. Late to the game. Oh, yeah. Well, they blame it on the traffic. <clears throat> and then piecing the out The 405 early. was just <laughs> too packed leave, up. And then they leave early. It's not over, but we're gone. You know, now baseball, they usually get there about the third inning. Hockey, they show up maybe midway through the first period. And, again, Kat just brought it up. I understand it. There's supposedly a major traffic problem out there. But, damn, you know, maybe leave the house an hour early. Let's let's think about it. Now, the football fan out in the state of California, we'll just throw the whole state in now, is they they had the Oakland Raiders, which, of course, now have moved to Las Vegas. Right. But I don't know if there's a bigger bunch of idiots than Raider fan. I, I don't know. You know, you got grown men wearing, uh, what is it, road warrior gear out in public to, to go well, see. first, I thought they were pirates, weren't they? And now they're like, you know, 
road warrior? I don't know what they are. Uh, the, whatever. It's I evolved. Mean, you know, it's Halloween every day <laughs> that the, the Raiders play. And, you know, the, the thing is, this team hasn't done anything since John Madden, Kenny Stabler, and Dave Casper. Okay, so <laughs> Raider fan, just go, go lay down. Okay, you're done. And then you got Laker fan. Okay. I don't know where to start. They, they had Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, and now they got LeBron. So uh, good luck with that. And the, the Laker game is, is basically where people just meet, like meet up with their friends and hope the game hurries up and ends so they can then go out and play, right. <laughs> go out and really party. Well, I mean, what was crazy was like, um, how many people all of a sudden were Rams fans during Super Bowl? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of cities like that. All right. Now, now we're gonna get to the good part. Oh God. The the East Coast idiots. Over we here have where... a lot of fans on the East Coast. <laughs> I'm just saying, Stephen. Okay. Go cautiously here. All right. First of all, let's just get Philadelphia out the way. Okay. Now, Philly fan has done so much dodgy shit. I don't even know where to start. I think they're proud of it, actually. I think you're right. I mean, forget Philly. We'll just go with the whole state of Pennsylvania. No, okay? no, no, okay. no, no. All right, you got Steeler fan, right? Guess what? Bradshaw, Franco Harris, Lynn Swan, Rocky Blyer, they're not coming back, okay? <laughs> and don't now, tell my brother. <laughs> and now ben, Big Ben's pieced out now. Right. They, they don't even have a quarterback. Now, I remember... This was a long time ago. I think the the Baltimore Ravens. It was way back in the. It was the last game at, I think it was called Memorial Stadium. So right. me and some dudes Before were they were bringing the we cranes. went to the game, and, and we're walking around the concourse. I guess that's what you call it, where you get a hot dog and a program or a T-shirt or something. And here comes Steeler fan now. It's like a whole pile of them. With their Steeler gear on, and their their bad porn stashes, and and they're all in mullets, the whole thing, and they're walking like about ten foot wide. It was like eight of them, I guess. And they're you know, like, letting them know you're there. Oh, they're, they're throwing there. verbal jabs. Oh out, my god! And they're like 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 throwing elbows at people that are walking past them, and I, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, Steeler fan comes into enemy territory. And showed their ass. I still remember that. But anyway. And don't forget they have the terrible towels. Right. Which, it's just to remind them that they are terrible. All right. Steven. Now we'll, now we'll get to the flyer fan. Okay. This is a different cat. The, the hockey guy. Okay. who's They're also living in the We past. love all our fans, by the way. <laughs> Nothing like going to a, a sporting event filled full of hate. Right now, let's go to a flyer game, take our kid, and wonder what, why is it so hostile in here? I, I don't know. I mean, thankfully for them, they got rid of Claude Giroux, who was the uh, the Flyers captain for many years. And and what a loser this guy is. I mean, they finally dumped that piece of shit. He could win a face off, and then he just disappeared. I don't know. And last but not least. I saved them for last, and that's Eagle fan, okay? The Philadelphia Eagle fan, okay? 
They notice on this thing that I didn't go through individual acts that were done at sporting events by these losers. You can probably look them up on YouTube. You can look it up. I did not. I just go by. I watch a lot of hockey, a little bit of football. I'm kind of piecing out on football. I can't watch all the commercials. And baseball, I could give two shits. But Philly, Philly fan is known for pelting Santa Claus with not snowballs. It was like ice balls. Okay, like, hey, there's Santa. Let's take a run at him. I mean, how does that get in your brain, okay, to go ahead and pound? Let's take that saint out over there. I mean, nice parenting skills <laughs> from, from the Philly fan. I mean, what a joke. All right, now, let's move on. You knew it was coming. Move on to Boston, okay? <laughs> this dude's a different breed also. Basically, fat white, bad breath, and sociably unacceptable Steven, is do not the go fan. like that, dude. Now, is you, he, is need to, you need to clean that up. That's that's just to go over. You're, you're I'm over talking board. about Boston fan. Okay? okay, I watch a lot of hockey games, and I see these assholes in the stands. Okay. Okay, their kids are wearing mullets. Okay, Boston fan, is the, the little kid doesn't know any better. And his parents took him to get a haircut, and he's got a mullet. It's 2000 what? 22? It's selfie proud. Jesus Christ. I mean, come on. You know, and then you got, you know, the Sox fan, you know, and the Sox, you're basically the Yankees bitches. I mean, get over it. You got the uh, Fenway Park. We're going to the Fenway tonight. The big green. The big green monster. I think it was Ronald Reagan that said, uh, Boston, tear the wall down. Okay, but then you got Boston. <laughs> the, again, let me get at the Bruin fan, because fan, that's where I want to go. Oh, jeez. Okay, you talk about a clueless jackass. Okay, Caps fan. Okay, again, uh, you got little kids in the stands with their parents, and, and they don't know any better. And, and they're going to a game with their parents. And, and here's what they did. Sedana Chara who played his ass off for years for Boston, well, he got old. So they shipped him out. Well, he comes back to play. It might have been for the Caps. It would have, I think he went to the Caps first. Yeah. Watch it. They booed his ass when he came back to Boston to play. That's how classless. You're a traitor. They're they're a bunch of fucking classless losers, man. Boston, go away. And they got this little asshole on the team called Brad Marchand. Oh, my God. Okay, he's like, he's this little instigator. And and now that his his stick is so old, the other team, they don't even pay attention to him. They just brush him aside. He's always whacking people with his hockey stick, going for people's legs. Basically, because that's where he's at. You know, he only comes up to the rest of the guy's knees, so he's going to take those out. But, again, Boston fan, go away. You know, and then let's not, let's not forget New England Patriot fan while we're there, okay? <laughs> and their, their legacy is Bell Billichit and Tom we're losing, Brady. We're losing the whole East Coast Tom here. Brady, please don't tackle me. It's tackle football. I've never seen a football player in my life who gets tackled and then gets up and cries to the ref. They tackled me. Well, now I he's mean, still Tampa's problem. Oh, what a fucking joke. Boston, I love you with all my heart and soul. All right, now you know where this thing was going. 
New York oh Yankee fan. Oh, my God. We saved the worst for last, and that is Yankee fan. I mean, holy smoke. This thing's like shooting fish in a barrel. Okay. The great thing about Yankee fan is. Yes. Holy coast is gone now. Is you can rip them a new one, and they don't care. Okay. Philly fan, Boston fan, they got a thin skin. You know, they get their feelings hurt real easy. But Yankee fan, they could care less. Because Yankee fan, he only shows up when they're winning. That's oh, it. Oh, trust me. That I is was, <laughs> that I is was it. in New York City a day after a uh, playoff game. And trust me, all of a sudden there was like a zillion guys with Yankee hats on their heads. There's Yankee fans in every city in America. But you don't know it until they start winning. Right. When they suck, it's crickets. But oh, when yeah. they start winning, all Every of a single sudden... guy on the, on the street there <laughs> had a freaking Yankee hat. Of course, we watched the game, and we were cheering for Baltimore at the time when they were actually good. And my son's, you know, cussing a red streak because what is up with these Yankee fans? Oh, they're all around us. Right. Anyway. And, and by the way, L.A. fan... Philadelphia fan, Boston fan, New York fan. I'm not hiding behind this microphone, this podcast. I will say all of this over again, straight to your face. That's what I think oh, about God. it. All right. Again, the Yankee fan, I don't know what's going on uh, with baseball. There's, what do they play, 162 or 3,000 games is, a I year? I mean, I thought, you know, that soccer was a long season. But baseball is longer. Well, the, the only game you can find on around here is Boston versus New York. Right. They must play each other 50 fucking times a year. That, that's the only game it's on. And let's get real. The hatred of the New York Yankees, it, it didn't really start with the fan base. It was, it was the owner of the team was George Steinbrenner. Okay? Oh, my God. Which we could do a podcast on the worst sports team owners ever. That could go on for, for hours. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys owner, the Redskins. I mean, that, that could be a whole Redskins new podcast. owner needs, you know. But here's where Steinbrenner, th this, this is why he was a dodgy bastard, was when he saw his team was floundering, like midseason, he would just go pluck the good players off of the shitty t the teams right. that were doing nothing. And basically buy him an all-star team, and bam, we're in the playoffs, we win the World Series, and everybody's clapping, except for Yankee people who don't like the Yankees. And again, that's the Yankees are just, they're still hated to this day. But anyway, just, just ease up, you know, you a-hole sports fans, okay? It, it just ease up, okay? It's supposed to be a fun it's competition. It's not life and death. Don't take it so serious. You know, let's You've all... you got children watching. Right. Let's all just root for our team and have a good time. All right, we're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, today, it's Margaret Fuller. Look her up, F-U-L-L-E-R. Born in 1950 from Cambridgeport, Massachusetts. 1950. 1850. 1810, she was born. 1850, 18... she died. Oh, corrected. Okay. All right, check this out now. By the age of three and a half, she could read and write. At five years old, she began to learn Latin. 
when she was five. I couldn't even, I'm not going to say. And and she was so far ahead of her classmates in school that she pieced out of school and taught herself. Like Greek, French, Italian, German. Um, She was like a teacher, a book critic. A writer, she could be whatever she wanted to be. Her famous work, I think, was uh, what "Woman in the 19th Century," right? Which, where she kind of laid it out. Major feminist work in the United States. Yeah, I mean, th- think about it now. This was in the 18. What did you say? 1810. 1810. So well, I I put it back to I go to one. I went to the one of the best colleges, women's colleges in the country. And it that started around 1832. So this is around about when she was a contemporary. Yeah. Um, she basically laid it out in that book that men and women were intellectual equals. Right. And you got to remember now, back in this day, you know, women basically, what did they cook, clean, and had babies? And that maybe was some it. Em- embroidery. Or- right. Yeah. She wanted to show them that they could become you financially be think, independent. That way. Thinking human beings. Right, right. Have an opinion. Right. So this this lady came out and said, you know, screw that housewife thing. You know, uh, she's still looked at by many feminists as, you know, a role model today. Margaret Fuller. <clears throat> and that's why she was one tough son of a bitch. All right, Kat, are we watching something? We are definitely watching something. What? We are definitely watching um, On Patrol. Live. It's back. You know. Patrol Live was on a couple years ago. PD Live was. And then Corona wiped it out. It was a great show for Friday and Saturday night. You're getting your buzz on and people are getting arrested. Like live on television, allegedly. We had a problem with it during Black Lives Matter, which... I understand their problem with it. But on, on the other side of it, I was watching it, and I was on Twitter at the time, and a lot of people commenting on the PD Live show were black people. Yeah. So, you know, it's neither here nor there. Anyway, it's I, back. I don't understand why they had a problem with PD Live, because they're still showing cops, right? old is, cops, and they are dragging people across the ground. I mean, ask, it's they're very, acting much worse than I PD Live ever did. Yeah, so. I don't know why PD Live got a bad rap. Anyway, it's back with Dan Abrams and your sticks, and it's it's <laughs> in some of the counties. My wifey has the hots for sticks, by sticks, the way. Sticks is pretty, pretty sticks hot. Sticks has got some guns. He's he got some guns them. going on. Sounds anyway, the first night they did have some technical problems. Seventy-three yeah, minutes they got did. missing, <laughs> but they worked it out. You know, Reels finally figured out how to do it on Direct TV. We're and catching it on the two thirty-eight. What channel is that? Reels. Reels, right? And it was the highest-rated show last week. Oh, great! Yeah, so because there's nothing else on. There's nothing else on. They get a perfect time to bring it back. Anyway, it, it's the same counties, Nye County. I'm working, waiting for Pernellas because that's usually where the Florida guy with the white beaters on, you know, Richardson County, Richard, Richland County. There you go. You know, it's, it's back. If yeah. you, you'd enjoy PD live, you're going to love patrol live yep. on patrol live Check on reels. Out. All right. We're going to roll right into cocktail of the week. This is called the hanky panky, which, uh, it's sort of like a Martinez, but it has no maraschino cherry liquor. Okay. The history is it was invented by American Bar in London at the Savoy Hotel. The head bartender, 
Holly Coleman developed the drink, famed for London stage actor, Mr. Sir Charles Haldry. And Haldry asked for a cocktail that had a bit of a punch. All right. And then he said, this would give you some hanky-panky. <laughs> There's one ingredient in this drink that I'm not familiar with, and I don't know if you can find it. I looked on Virginia ABC. I could I not can't find even it pronounce within it. 100 miles. So, so we're, we're sorry we're throwing you a skew on the hanky-panky. <laughs> but um, anyway, get, get it's another, just stir it in the glass. Just get you a glass with the ice. Put in a shot of gin, Bombay Sapphire. And a shot of sweet vermouth. Vermouth. Vermouth is lovely. It's a lovely. (laughs) I actually like that. That's my favorite mix for the Manhattan. It's sort of a Manhattan, but we got gin. And then it's two dashes of this. I'm not going to be, I couldn't even say vermouth. So, Kat, say it. Fernet Priyanka. Yeah, Priyanka. Yet Bianca. It's it's a liqueur that's got like a bitter flavor to right. it. Right. It's like um, a bitter almond or something. Just do the gin and sweet vermouth and, <laughs> and let it go. Okay, stir it up and bam, you got the hanky-panky. What do you think about that? All right, today we were bumpered in by Miranda Lambert. Damn, she's 39 years old? Yep. Wow, I am getting old. From Longview, Texas. Um, Miranda, she was probably born to be a country singer, right? Yeah, I think so. Her dad was in country bands. Uh, she started fronting local bands when she was still in high school. I mean, I remember when Miranda came out the gate with uh, Kerosene, which was a song we had today, Gunpowder and Lead. There was like a little edge to her. Right. You know, a little dangerous, little tough a little, girl. A little alternative. I kind of liked it, you know. And then you saw her. And right. Like wow, this she's very attractive, but you know Miranda Lambert, she seemed like a like a lady like you could be friends with, you know, even if you were were a dude, right. you know, and not she, creeping on her or nothing. She could hang with the boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I I like that she hadn't done the crossover thing, you know, and oh, got got into that bullshit. She did the thing with the uh with the other two girls, right. Pistol Annie's. Um, yes, very good. Very I good. I really like that. I think she, they did a Christmas album that was great. Right. She likes rescue dogs. She's got 16 rescue animals. Uh, she loves an Airstream trailer. <laughs> One of her songs <laughs> mentioned it. Right. Yeah. Which I, I like. Uh, she's got a song, The House That Built Me. Which now That's is, a great song. It's a killer song. Anyway, um, check out Miranda Lambert, you know. If she comes to a town near and, you, definitely check And right check now, she's, she's on the road. She's in Washington State tonight. And in September, she's going to be doing a, res- a residency there in Vegas at Planet Hollywood. All right. Good for her. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will see you all down the road. See ya. Oh,